0: morning
1: good morning how are you
0: really good how are you good It is a very neat painting you have on the back there
1: oh yeah don't you like my nerdiness
0: that's cool <laughs> are you looking at her painting yeah that's very cool did you do that
1: no no i got it um it was just kind of a facebook thing but it fits so we have like a little treatment area
2: currently what, we do uh, treat
1: the elves, but fancy uh, Do you you see see,
2: people at your
1: house? Not really. I'll see, like, family. Um, But I like to kind of keep home for just, yeah, home time. (laughs) That's cool. We're making good use of it now, though, with all the workouts.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, If you have certain things that you want to um, get into, feel free to just like do that but kind of what I was thinking um just getting into you know like I think talking about what people are doing differently now like there's probably at least from what I've heard from people people are doing a little bit more sitting than they normally do they're not necessarily getting up and getting outside um I've heard a couple people talking about like extra back pain now Um, and then just like and I'm kind of talking to everybody about, about this, the, like, you know, is it realistic to ask yourself, um, for like big improvements during this time or, you know, like, is it, should you be realistic with yourself and just aim for maintenance? You know, like what, what can you expect to, and that's more of like a mindset question. So whether you want to get into that stuff or not, uh, is up to you.
1: Okay.
0: Did you have any specific things you wanted to? Uh,
1: no, that was kind of it. Like, um, the like sitting more often kind of how to fight that a bit um I found a really cool article on stretching and how we don't need to necessarily stretch so much as strengthen at those end ranges just because I know a lot of people ask questions about that um and yeah if we can kind of go over like maybe the changes in physiotherapy so like what telehealth looks like and how yeah. we can kind of um tackle injuries in this uh world right now
0: yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna just touch on that near the end just so it doesn't sound too like salesy yeah you know we'll give a bunch of information and then i was gonna go into you know um, obviously, when the gym is open, it's super easy to come in and just see you and get that manual therapy done. And I think there's probably a lot of people that figure, oh well, because I can't get needled or I can't get um, smushed, um, then you know, there's no benefit that that the physiotherapist can can give to me. Are there still things that that are beneficial, kind of thing, and just mm-hmm. finish, finish with something like that? Can I chime in? And how they can book? You can chime in. And- sure. No,
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. I don't mean during the thing I just mean right now. Um most people, I would say in general, and like most people have a general idea of what physios do in terms of like when they go and see you, um, coming from a profession that nobody knows what a naturopathic doctor is. Um, basically one of the most common questions that we get when we do like Q and A's is like, like what, what do like, basically what, a, what do I expect? Um, and where did she go? that oh, Okay, and like what, what do I expect and so oftentimes in the Q&A we basically just walk them through this is what your first appointment will look like, you know, we'll do, it'll be a bunch of questions, I'll ask you about these specific kinds of things, this is what I'll do and just that makes them so much more comfortable with it to understand and what to, like basically what to expect. So as part of like explaining what you can do online with them, um, that would be, I would just kind of paint the picture of what it'll look like. Okay, perfect. And that's what a lot of people always ask us. Are you cool. Recording
0: it. Well, it's all recording through Zoom, but I'm just uh, I'm just setting this up to go live on Facebook, so we will be good to go soon. I think there's always a delay, though. Like my videos still showing Chelsea, and she's not here. <laughs> well, <that hurts. laughs> it says this can take a few seconds fetching a video stream. Hopefully, my um, terrible internet does not. I right, make this, you know, horrible. Chelsea, you on the internet? I am using no internet. No internet. Okay. I'll hey, well, even take my phone off. Why, why, but I'm not
2: using internet.
0: Fetching video stream. I wonder if I can just press go live and see what happens. And that title. Okay. What's happening now. Oh. <laughs> oh, I did
1: something. Well, something came up on mine. Meeting is now streaming live on Facebook.
0: Oh, uh, we are. This is still saying redirecting to Facebook live page. They may end up seeing all of this.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go Internet. Mm. Show. Oh, I think we're there. Yeah. It says we've been live for five minutes. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get moving then because I don't know what I just did. All right. So good morning, uh, those of you that are watching live and good uh, potential other part of the day if you are watching this later. Um, this is Coach Adam and I'm here with Nicole, our resident in-house uh, physiotherapist extraordinaire. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. How about yourself?
1: Oh, uh, not bad. Just managing on my own in uh, our new house, which is kind of nice.
0: Yes. I was just We were just commenting on that lovely uh, spine picture behind you.
1: Yeah, my nerdy moment of the day.
0: Yeah, that's what <laughs> happens if you're a physiotherapist. You have pictures of vertebrae on your walls. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pyros as well. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, what I was thinking here today is that we would chat about um, maybe maybe this is just asking for myself, but mostly about kind of pain management. Um, you know, making sure that the types of activities that we're maybe doing more of now because we're stuck in our houses. Um, is leading to potentially more discomfort, more pain, less progress. Um, so that was kind of what I was thinking in general today. Um, so okay. let's, maybe, let's maybe start with that. Um, so I was talking, I've, I've been speaking to a couple people um, who have mentioned that just being at home more is causing them extra back pain. Um, so maybe you could touch on what types of, what types of discomforts that people are going to be potentially dealing with more, um, you know, even that either that you've spoken to them and and heard that stuff, or just, you know, from the types of positions that we're probably spending more time in, uh, what types of pains they may having, uh, may be having, and then maybe some strategies for, for dealing with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So kind of to touch on pain to start off, we have to think about pain Um, and a little bit of our physics mind. Um, So if we go back to high school, um, when you put stress on something, you can either put on a lot really fast and hurt yourself. So that's kind of our acute injury. You'd do a box jump, you hear a pop in your calf and you've torn your calf muscle. Um, So it's a high load at a short time frame. or we can look at it as a small load, but over a long period of time. And that kind of creeps up on us, um, in terms of pain. And that's what we're kind of experienced today without getting up and moving around, even just driving to work and having to walk into our building, uh, walking into CrossFit, we're experiencing a little bit more of a load, not necessarily more, a heavier load, but over a longer period of time. And that's why we're getting a little bit more pain in certain areas. Um, so, uh, The things I've noticed is a lot more low back pain. We're sitting more, um, we're putting a little bit more stress in that same position for a longer period of time. And we have to try and fight that by getting up and moving more often. So the really simple answer is uh, all of our Fitbits that are telling us to um, move more often, get our steps in, is listen to that buzzing. So have it buzz every 20, 30 minutes and do one stretch. Um, one lap around the house, something really quick to get the uh, blood flowing, to get the fluids moving in our joint um, before you sit back down. Um, and that's kind of a very easy uh, way to fight it. Um, for a low back, if you think about it, if we're flexed all the time, that's that pressure, that flex position. So we really want to extend ourselves, And that's where the walking comes in. Um, we all know the couch stretch. Uh, that we love so much uh, during our CrossFit classes that works really, really well to help stretch out that hip joint, extend the back a little bit. Um, So that would be the number one pain I've been hearing the most about. Um, In terms of sitting posture, you want to move very often. So um, if you're sitting up You want to put your feet on the ground, maybe one leg up for a little bit. Um, You can even sit cross-legged if your knees don't bother you. It's okay as long as you're moving. If you have an area like a countertop where you can sit for half an hour and then go up and stand for a bit, even better. So getting that frequent breaks for your body in. Um, Any questions on the – or things that pop up for the low back that you've noticed?
0: Um. Well, no, not, not specifically there. I know it definitely, um, for myself, um, and you know, obviously, because you've seen and treated, um, that my issues are due to overextension in the lumbar spine. And Mm -hmm. for me, I think when I sit for a long time and the hip flexors tighten up, it pulls me more into that extension. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think personally, and hopefully there are other people that can uh, have the same issue. You can tell me if that's pretty common or not. Um, that are there are there specific strategies so when I get up and walk around because I've been sitting too long but I still end up in that overextended position Are there certain kind of tips and tricks that I can uh, make sure that my getting up and moving around are effective and not just keeping me in the same kind of crummy positions
1: yeah Um, so yeah the hip flexor attaches onto your hip and onto your back and either your hip flexes or back yanks into extension And that's what happens to you. Um, So when you get up, before you even start walking, do a little bit of a hip check. Put your hands on your hips. Are your hips tilted forward? Are they tilted back? Um, You can even play with it. So tilt your hips forward and back a couple times and find that middle ground and try to hold it there. In general, it should feel kind of like your hip bone is a bucket and the bucket is pretty neutral. Um, you should feel your core working a little bit, but not a whole lot. And you're the same with your bum. So everything is slightly on, but not you're not holding everything tight and bracing yourself either.
0: Mm. So, when um, you, I'm just going to stand up for a sec. Just so, you can, so, you mean, I don't know if you can, that's not lighting, is <laughs> not So, for those of you watching, that's kind of like my default, and I may be exaggerating it a little bit. That super arch. So, I want to hands on the hips and kind of check where is my my pelvis at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again. And so you want to find that middle ground between being dumped really far forward and dumped really far back.
0: That's dumped forward. Yeah. I don't think I can dump back because I'm so Yeah,
1: You're pretty neutral in that spot actually. Right. Uh, and so when you pull it back, you should feel a little bit of your bum and your stomach turn on. I sure um, do. And that like very like 10% activation is kind of what you're looking for.
0: And that would kind of uh, translate to the couch stretch as well, right? I can be in a couch stretch and be in a non-neutral spine position where I'm kind of broken as well. Are there tips uh, for the couch stretch? So we're not just, just going through the motions and that we're being effective.
1: Yeah. So when you set up for the couch stretch, actually, let's see if I can get this going. Okay. There's my couch. So when I'm in the couch stretch, the first thing I want to do is actually just put my foot on the couch, not even the foot on the back first. Hands on the hips, tilt in, get that glute turned on. Now I can actually feel my hip flexor a little bit. Start off there if you're really tight. And then if you can go back farther, you can get the foot on and do the same thing. I should never be so far back that when I'm here, I have a nice back bend. I don't know if you can see that but my back is completely arched. I really need to kind of take a little bit of a body check, tuck the hip in and feel a little bit of stretch both in the quad and the hip flexor. Um, so checking that out and starting off with just the simple knee on the couch, foot on the bottom of the couch, not even on the back rest. Make so that's
0: sense? A, yeah, and that's a much more active um, endeavor. I think than most people are, are, are approaching or how most people are approaching the couch stretch. I think a lot of people kind of find the furthest stretch they can get into and kind of hang. Um, so I, what I'm getting from what you're doing there is it's a lot more active. So I'm squeezing my butt I'm squeezing my abs. And it's really about understanding that pelvic angle, um, and, and kind of forcing the stretch and the stretch and the hip flexors, but through activation.
1: Yeah, exactly. that kind of goes into an article that I'd mentioned earlier to you before this, um, that talks about stretching and risk for injury. Um, Now the article was done on a study with ballet dancers and calf injuries. And they're finding that ballet dancers were getting a ton of calf injuries and they're telling them to stretch that calf, that they needed a lot of stretch into that muscle. And that was increasing the amount of injury because they're gaining this new range that they actually don't have control over. So yes, you can go 10% farther, but your muscles have never gone there. They don't know how to turn on, they don't know how to protect that range. And it's causing more injury that if we can make our stretches more active, so having the muscles do the work to stretch it, um, we're actually strengthening, we're maintaining that range more, and we're gonna gain that strength in that range so you can actually use it. So we're not looking for the couch stretch to be a, A passive or a non-active range of motion that we're gaining, we're trying to make it a usable range of motion. So we want to actually use that hip extension and learn how to actually gain it so that it lasts longer and it's safe for us.
0: Mm -hmm. And does that apply, is that for both pre and post exercise if we're we're now talking about a workout?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, really the research is starting to lean, it's not great research yet, but starting to lean towards static stretching is almost useless for us um, because when we static stretch and I still do it sometimes it's not bad but static stretching we're not um, using our muscles to get there and so we're getting these unstable uh, ranges of motion that um, will lead to a risk of injury so yeah before exercise definitely doing um, more dynamic stretching our warm-ups are great for that so if you follow the coach's warm-ups we're doing a lot of uh, lunging and squatting and getting those ranges, but very actively and warming up the muscles. After it can be a little bit of a static, but really try to add a contraction in the end. So when you're doing a couch stretch, squeeze that bum. See if you can use that glute to help give yourself a bit of hip extension, and that will um, still be a bit of a static stretch, but you're also getting that activation to uh, make it a safe stretch.
0: Okay, but then so if we're talking, um, you know, basically staying away from passive stretching. Where does something like, uh, you know, the fo- foam rolling or, or rolling with a, a yoga tune-up ball or something like that? So, mashing versus activation and passive
1: stretching. Yeah, so completely different in my eyes. So, when we're looking at acti- or a ball massage, actually, let's go back to anatomy for a second. This is where I get really nerdy. And um, all of our muscles are fibrous. Um, And so they sit half overlapped. We contract, we relax. And that's what happens. When we stretch, we stretch our muscle fibers out here. So now there's not much for them to grasp onto. So that's where it becomes a little bit more vulnerable. A tight muscle is one that's stuck in its contracted phase. So not very useful to you because there's nowhere to go. Squeezing on some nerve endings. So it tends to be a little bit more of an uncomfortable muscle. And that's where we get those trigger spots that I really like to find on you. Um, but we want to mash it. So we're loosening up those fibers so they come to a relaxed state again. And so that's what mashing is. So it's looking at a deep tissue massage where we're trying to release those overcontracted contracted muscles, um, return everything to a normal state. Um, stretching is looking to elongate those muscles. Um, so I like mashing or smashing or, um, digging into sore spots uh, before exercise to help kind of loosen things up, get the blood flowing into the muscle, get it ready to go. Um, and then you can use it after for recovery as well. Um, so it kind of depends on your goal for it. Um, but stretching and smashing are actually kind of opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of uh, rehab. Cool. Um...
0: Maybe away from general theories for a sec. Kathy Walker asked, anything for the upper back? And I'm sure Chelsea will be happy about this one as well, since a lot of people likely are sitting at some kind of desk and they're they're very likely more flexed at the thoracic spine than normal. Any tips and tricks for that aside from get up?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the easy one is, so if you're sitting in a chair, let's see if you can see my chair here. So I've been sitting all day at the chair. I've been like this. Take your hands, wrap it around your head, go to the back of the chair, and you can just simply arch back and do 10 of these throughout your day. I can even go to one side versus the other and trying to loosen up that back. The nice thing is when I'm in this position here, I'm also opening up that chest. So I'm stretching out those pecs at the same time. Go A ahead. couple
0: questions on that specifically, um, first, do I want to make sure that I have a chair that doesn't go up to my neck kind of thing? So I'm trying to kind of round or arch my thoracic spine around the chair.
1: Yeah, this one I'm lucky is kind of the perfect height. It's about mid back. So I'm looking right kind of mid in between my shoulder blades Okay. um, when you're going for this. If you don't have a chair, that's a nice height. You can always take a table. See, I've done this one before, but you're (laughs) at your table hands on the table like this, and just bend back and get a nice stretch. If you wanna even get a little bit more shoulders, once I'm here, I'm gonna try and lift an arm off the table.
0: So that, that one is obviously a much more active um, than the first one you were doing there when you were arching over. So I'm just wondering if there's, there's another way, and I'm just gonna do one here. Another way obviously of doing that first thoracic extension, literally like on the side of a of a couch or an arm and then and then there, same idea.
1: Yeah, and so now while you, when you're there in that back bend, pull those elbows away from each other and okay. see if you can get a little bit more active.
0: And then for me, I know that when I do that, I'm likely going to extend through the lumbar spine as well. So do I <laughs> I obviously want to make sure that as i'm extending that i'm squeezing the abs and trying to move through the thoracic spine correct
1: exactly um another one last one really that's really good is i usually do this on the ground in like a a cobra pose but take a towel place it where you want that bending and then pull with the towel as you bend so it's just giving you a little bit of feedback So now I'm trying to bend kind of mid back. I'm pulling with my hands and I'm actually feeling that area that I'm trying to target. Um, There's nothing wrong with videotaping a back bend and going, Oh, I'm really flat there. Like I can see that my curve isn't even. Let's target that area and use that towel to target it.
0: Cool. Wonderful. Um, If, um, obviously like we could, we could literally go into, okay, well, what if I'm sore here or what if I need an exercise for that? Um, but we're not, we're not going to do that because it would take forever. And I think everybody's obviously got different, uh, different issues. I know that you have started a, an online group program, which is Wednesday evenings at seven fifteen.
1: 15.
0: Um, and the, the idea of that those are going to be general kind of, uh, big body part groups per day is that the idea
1: yeah so i just was working on it this morning for this coming wednesday um and i've targeted more the the hip the low back region i try to pick stretches that will target a little bit of everything so there's going to be a bit of shoulder and stuff but the focus this coming wednesday is going to be kind of that hip low back region perfect Uh, and each
0: day is going to have a different focus yeah excellent And then, obviously, that's a general program for everybody if, you know, if I've got a specific issue and I need some more focus, um, you know, definitely my understanding in general, and I've seen you a couple times is that, well, when I see a physio, you know, there's a lot of hands on, there's a lot of manual um, and my favorite needling. Um, obviously, that's not available right now. Is there still anything that that you can do for somebody who's got some specific issues and they want to um, work on that during this time?
1: Yeah, so I'm offering uh, telehealth treatments and assessments now. Um, So we meet kind of like this uh, face-to-face over video chat, um, and we talk about the issues, the problems that you're facing, kind of your work setup. So very similar to what we're doing now in terms of What does your everyday life look like? And then we do a movement assessment. So because we have the video, I can see how you bend forward, how you bend backwards, get a twist. Um, I can break down into individual joints that are bothering you. Um, So we can look at the range of motion in each joint. And then I can even get you to test your strength. Um, So we can actually do a good majority of the stuff that we would be doing, um, say if you're in the clinic, From there, I can give you some strategies on how to uh, fix it yourself. So whether it's using a ball to loosen up muscles, whether there's stretches that you should be doing, do we need to change your posture at work, Um, and then giving you a bit of an exercise program to go off and do it on your own. So it's kind of nice because it actually gives you a lot more independence at the end of it rather than having to come in and get the needles or... Um, get massage and stuff that uh, you get to go off and fix yourself.
0: <laughs> I think there might, I think there might be an actual, um, you know, obviously I see there's a be- there's benefit to the manual stuff, but there, you know, we may look at this as like, well, a second best, but you can, I think what you can look at it as, you know, it's a, it's an extra opportunity because in person, you're not able to assess my workstation, right? I can literally carry my camera or my phone around or my uh, computer or my phone around and show you, hey, this is where I spend this much time in this position. And then this is what I do for the rest. And you're able to look at that and get a, oh, okay, so what you were telling me before, I didn't quite understand, but now that I see it, yeah, this is, this is a strategy for you. This is a way that you can alter that station maybe to make it more ergonomically friendly. Um, or hey, here's your strategy for uh, just not spending so much time in those, those constant positions.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then one of the biggest things I struggle with is how do I adapt the exercises I I think up of on the spot or in our sessions, how do you adapt it to home? Like, how do you tie a band onto a post when you don't have a post at home? And so I've been finding it really beneficial that I can go, hey, look, you have a door over there. Um, Let's find a way to knot up the band and attach it into the door. Or where's your favorite spot to exercise in-house? And let's actually make a program that fits that space rather than you running around downstairs and all over. Yeah, yeah,
0: perfect. So just because uh, we can't get needle doesn't mean we can't get fixed. Exactly. <laughs> cool. So um, just so everybody is aware, if they want to uh, get a hold of you, either just ask a brief question or to book, uh, what's the best way to go about that for them?
1: Um, so I've, uh, my email is definitely one of the easiest ways. Um, you can post it up again on the Facebook group uh, you can also message me. I've had people message me over Facebook. Um, happy to do that. I'm always checking Facebook, Instagram, and my email. Um, and if you can't get a hold of me, bug a coach because most of the coaches know where I am.
0: <laughs> and they can book those sessions directly through MindBody as well if they want.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think I have, um, I think I have about four days a week that are open right now. But if it doesn't work for your time frame, I can. I'm pretty flexible with the, the new scheduling going on. So we can always find a time that works better.
0: Awesome. So especially if you have benefits, I mean, even if you don't, obviously um, a great opportunity you've got, most people have more time than they normally would. I know some people are busier than uh, usual with kids and whatnot, but uh, you know, for most people, this is an opportunity to choose something that, you know, you maybe you've been putting off working on and use this as the opportunity to get it fixed. Um, So, might be a great idea to book in with Nicole. Um, you know, get some get some exercises that now you actually have the time to do, and you can't put off, um, and
1: mm-hmm. get
0: set up to fix your uh, your issues. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Nicole.
1: Oh, thank you. This is fun.
0: And um, make sure that uh, if you're interested, post any questions or anything on the comments below here, and uh, I'll see you next Monday with Chelsea. Not you, but, well, you could be there, too, but the rest of you. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.